Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Welcome to the Anxiety Doctor Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Lisa, and today we're talking about the basics. What is anxiety and what can we do to eliminate it? Stay tuned. Welcome to the Anxiety Doctor Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Lisa, and I'm super excited to always bring you amazing tools and tips to help you eliminate that dreadful anxiety. Join me every Wednesday as I bring you a new episode every week. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. One last thing before we get started, our Breathing Through Anxiety course is already available for purchase. It's a pre-recorded course with all the lessons and all the tools and techniques to help you eliminate that dreadful anxiety that we all want gone. Take advantage of this introductory price of only $47. The link to purchase is in the description of this podcast episode. Happy learning. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Anxiety Doctor Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Lisa, a psychotherapist in Houston, Texas. I'm so glad that you're here. If this is your first time, welcome. For those that are loyal listeners, I love you all so very much, and I'm glad that you're back. Today, we're going back to basics, back to the basics and just talking about what is anxiety and what can we do to eliminate it. It's something that I have talked about before. I think actually the very first episode of this podcast is titled, What is Anxiety and What Can I Do to Eliminate It? But I wanted to go back because I know that there are a lot of new listeners and I wanted to just kind of give you the basics and kind of talk about how the brain works. And I always think that that's very beneficial for you to learn how the brain works and how anxiety is created in the brain to get you to know or to see why we do the things that we do to eliminate anxiety. When you know how the brain works and you think of all the techniques that we do and everything that we have to do to eliminate anxiety, 
it connects. It's like, oh, now I know why. Now I know why my brain is doing this. Now I know why this is creating all these physical symptoms. So when we know, it's a little easier for us to put in the work and put in the techniques. When you don't know and you're still very hesitant about doing the techniques or going to therapy or even when you don't know exactly if it is anxiety, when you learn more about the brain and how it works, it's easier for you to accept that the brain is creating these physical symptoms. Instead of thinking, I'm going to die. What if it's a heart attack? What if it's cancer? What if there's something really wrong with me? What if my case is a little different than everyone else's case? And maybe the doctors aren't getting to know exactly what's going on with me. Maybe they don't, they haven't really figured it out. And so learning how the brain works is a lot easier for us to start our journey to eliminating that dreadful anxiety. So again, I'm Dr. Lisa Cortez. I suffered from severe anxiety back in the 90s when a lot of people didn't really talk about anxiety. I think more and more as we get, um, I guess, more aware of the importance of mental health, we hear more people talking about anxiety, especially after the pandemic. I think the pandemic brought anxiety to the forefront and it got people talking about anxiety. We were all nervous and scared and all these crazy things were happening in the world and it brought anxiety to the forefront to be able to allow people to talk about anxiety. So back in the 90s, I had severe anxiety. I had a huge panic attack the day that my parents dropped me off at the dorms when I went to school at Our Lady of the Lake University in San Antonio. And I had the one of the worst panic attacks. It wasn't the worst panic attack, but because I had never felt one and I didn't know what was going on, it was probably the scariest. Yeah, I'm thinking, was it the scariest? It probably was the scariest. I didn't know what was going on. I thought I was going crazy. I thought that something was physically wrong with me. I felt hot and cold at the same time. I had heart palpitations. My throat was closing up. I felt dizzy. I had all these weird symptoms. And more than anything, I was afraid of what people were going to think. It was the day that my parents dropped me off at the dorms. And I was going to meet my roommate and she was getting there and I was just really scared. So fast forward three years after that, that was the only panic attack I had for three years. And then I had severe panic attacks and severe anxiety my senior year in college. Long story short, I was already becoming a therapist and I was applying to all these grad schools and I was hit with severe anxiety. I had to kind of learn on my own what was going on. I did go to therapy. I started meditating. So many different things that I did on my own. But it was really, really hard. And so I decided to dedicate my life and my career to helping those that are suffering from the same thing that I suffered from 
anxiety. And I don't really like to use the word suffering, but when we fucking have anxiety, it does feel like we're suffering. It is so horrible. It affects us in every aspect of our lives. And it's just dreadful. It's just not something that we want to go through. So do we suffer? Yes, we do. It is so horrible. And I, again, wanted to dedicate my time to help more people to not have to suffer and to know that you can and will get better. So what is anxiety? Anxiety is a normal emotion. Anxiety can be anything from doubt, fear, nervousness. But generalized anxiety disorder, when it becomes a disorder, it is a lot harder to deal with. Every single person experiences some sort of anxiety. It's the way the brain works. The brain, and as a matter of fact, the part of the brain that creates anxiety is called the amygdala. The amygdala is there to create fear and doubt to keep us safe. So when you walk into a room or you go somewhere that's kind of sketchy and there's something that might be dangerous, the mind creates anxiety for us to create that doubt. Something might be happening and I got to run. And so if there is something, it creates us this little doubt first, right? Like, oh, this kind of feels sketchy. And then when we go in and if there's a lion, it's going to create these physical symptoms in order for us to run. It pushes oxygen into our muscles and adrenaline for us to run the hell out of danger. So if there's a lion, you're going to feel that anxiety and it's going to make you want to run. It is there to keep us safe. Anxiety is there to keep us safe. It's wonderful to have. I know not when you have severe anxiety. It's not wonderful to have. But it's good to have some sort of anxiety to keep us safe, safe from people, sketchy people, sketchy neighborhoods, sketchy buildings, just anything that you come across. If there is danger, the body is going to tell you and it's going to create all these physical symptoms in order for you to run and get out of harm's way. Sometimes when we experience something that triggers us or that made us fearful, whether it's trauma, whether it's just you turned around and for some reason your heart jumped and you got scared or someone scared you, there's so many different things that can trigger our anxiety to continue to occur. The brain keeps score of everything and the body keeps score of everything. The brain keeps score of everything that we've seen everything that has caused us harm. And the problem with living in 2023 is that the brain thinks that stress is dangerous, which it is, right? It can be very dangerous for us. So it picks up stress as danger. So when we're under a lot of stress and we're not listening to our body and we're not taking care of ourselves, sometimes the body creates anxiety. So there's so many different reasons why we might get anxiety, but there's sometimes also no reason why we have anxiety. So if you have anxiety and you're trying to look for why do I have anxiety and you haven't found anything and you've kind of already looked through everything that might be causing anxiety, stop wasting your energy on trying to pinpoint exactly what 
has caused your anxiety. If you don't know yet, it's probably nothing really important for us to pinpoint down to the perfect scenario or the perfect thing that caused our anxiety. So let me talk about basic things that can trigger anxiety. Every time I get a new client, I always tell them to go get their blood work done. Make sure that your blood work is done, especially for those of you that have never had anxiety and all of a sudden you're in your maybe mid-30s, maybe sometimes even early 30s or 40s and all of a sudden you have severe anxiety. A lot of times that's your hormones. You've never been an anxious person. You've always been real chill and all of a sudden you have these severe triggers or severe symptoms, it's probably your hormones. If your hormones are all out of whack, which when we be, we turn 30, sometimes even late 20s, we, start, we stop producing as much estrogen, progesterone, all the good hormones that help us regulate our mood, help us regulate our nervous system. So if your hormones are all out of whack, that can be a trigger. Trauma. Sometimes when we experience trauma in our lives, whether it was in our childhood or even just as an adult, that can trigger anxiety. And sometimes it doesn't trigger for years. So sometimes, let's say you had severe trauma when you were six years old. And when that trauma occurred, there was a bottle of hint water in the room. Your brain remembers it, but you don't remember. So you walk into my office and I have a bottle of hint water and all of a sudden you feel anxious for no reason. You don't know why, but your brain remembers that the last time there was a hint water, you were in danger. But maybe you might never know and never remember Conscious, your conscious mind does not remember, but subconsciously it does. So see, there's little things that you might not remember, and that is quite okay. The way we treat anxiety is usually similar with every single person. It's kind of the same, except if you have severe trauma that you know. Then we want to address that. But the things that help us to eliminate anxiety are basically the same for almost everyone. Of course, everyone is different. You want to tweak things to what helps you. Everyone is different. I always say anything that you learn about how to eliminate anxiety, you want to find what works for you. Tweak it to what works for you. So, that is another thing that can cause anxiety, trauma. Another thing that can cause anxiety is secrets. Something that you did, guilt, a secret, something that you feel bad about. And sometimes that doesn't hit you until you're older. And you never say or talk about something that you went through or something that you did. And I'm here to tell you that Everyone has regrets and everyone has secrets. Don't beat yourself up for having these secrets. Talk to someone 
preferably a therapist if you don't want to talk to people where you feel like you're going to be judged, your friends or family, talk to a therapist. Another reason why we might have anxiety is our stress. We are living in an age where we're living in a era, I guess, right? In a, in a year of 2023, technology is so important. It's really important for us in 2023 to have our phones and be up to date and check your emails and all this stuff. So our mind is always racing with social media, TikTok. Our mind is always racing with different topics. Every 60 seconds is a different topic. Every 60 seconds, it's a different video. So we're creating these minds and stimulating these minds and we are not giving our brain a rest. That can sometimes trigger anxiety. One thing that I see often is when we feel safe, when we feel like our parents are our safety your dad, your mom, and when we lose a loved one and we felt safe, we feel that we grew up knowing that my dad's always there for me or my mom is always there for me, and we lose a parent, that can trigger anxiety too. I've seen it so many times with women, men too, but mainly women in my practice. This is just what I've seen in my practice women that come in with severe anxiety after losing a parent. It's really, really hard on them, but it's our brain thinking that we're not safe anymore. If we always knew that we had our parent and that that was our safety, the brain thinks that you're not safe anymore. That's another reason. And then we have and live in a world where we're comparing ourselves to others. That can create so much anxiety when you're trying to work on you, so much doubt that we put a lot of pressure on ourselves, not taking care of ourselves, putting pressure on ourselves to do, 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 do. Living like that for so many years, that can trigger anxiety too. So there's so many things that can trigger anxiety. Again, you don't want to be fixated on trying to find exactly what is causing anxiety. I tell people to get their blood work done because it's important physically and mentally to know if you are lacking in any um, hormones, any deficiencies in vitamins. You want to make sure that you're optimized and that you're getting enough vitamin D. Vitamin D can trigger anxiety. If your iron is low, that can trigger anxiety too. And all the other things that physically and mentally you want to be optimized. You want to make sure that you are okay. So across the board, everyone should be getting their blood work done and making sure that they're optimizing. And making sure you have a doctor that listens to you. If you ask for blood work to be done and they say that you don't need it, advocate for yourself. You have to advocate for yourself sometimes when you don't have a doctor that is really or has a holistic approach. And I understand some doctors don't have time or it's the way they were trained to just practice 
this type of medicine that we practice here in the U.S. that I'm not a fan of. But you want to go ahead and advocate for yourself. Make sure that you ask for what you want, get it done, and um, see if you're okay. Working out is something that we can do. And now I guess I'm talking about what you can do to eliminate anxiety. Again, don't get fixated on how or, or how you got to where you're at. Don't get fixated in what is causing your anxiety. Do the general blood work done and all that stuff and then work on eliminating your anxiety. So another um, thing that I want to talk about before we jump into what to eliminate, how to eliminate anxiety is that there's so many different people out there talking about anxiety now. You want to make sure that you find a therapist if you decide to go to therapy, which I think everyone should. Find a therapist that truly specializes in anxiety. It's really hard right now to find because we're all fully booked. But you want to make sure that you find someone that truly understands and knows what they're doing. Okay, let's now jump into what can we do? Going to therapy. Therapy is really important when you find a therapist that truly knows how to eliminate and work with your anxiety and do the things that you need to do and understands anxiety, you'll be fine. Anxiety is one of the easiest things to treat without medication. Most people don't know this. And I know it's hard. And I know that there are people that truly need or will need medication. And that's okay. I always tell people don't suffer. I'm not totally against medication. But I do know that eliminating, eliminating anxiety can be done without medication. There's so many different things that you can do that are natural, so many herbs and natural remedies that you can do to or that you can take to eliminate or lessen the anxiety while you're going through therapy that can help you. You have to believe that you're going to get better. It's really important. And I know that it's hard because it's so scary and you think, how the hell does my brain create this? And how the hell am I going to be able to eliminate this dreadful anxiety? And then we go into the thoughts, the crazy thoughts that we think, if I tell anyone about what I'm thinking, people are going to think I'm crazy. So there's so many different things, which is why I always say going to a therapist that knows how anxiety works is beautiful because they're going to make you feel like you're not alone. They're going to make you feel like, you know what, this is normal and you're not going to feel like you're going crazy. You're going to be with someone that truly understands anxiety and will help you feel like you're not some crazy person. Because let's face it, it is really, really, really easy for us to think like we're that we're going crazy. When we have anxiety, there's so many different things that we feel and so many different thoughts that come through our head, through our mind. So finding a therapist. Therapy is really important for us to eliminate anxiety. Doing the basic things, exercise. Everyone should be working out, especially if you have anxiety. If you have anxiety, you should be working out. But start slow. Remember, if you haven't worked out in a long time and you go full force into a workout, your heart is going to start pounding faster 
which can trigger anxiety. So you want to make sure that you start slow. Just walk. Going outside and walking, hopefully it's sunny where you're at. I know it's the winter when I'm recording this podcast and it's a little cold here in Houston, but we still have sun. So if you have sun, you're getting vitamin D and you're out walking, that is going to help your anxiety a lot. Hydration. Sometimes when we are dehydrated, we can feel anxiety. If you suffer from brain fog with your anxiety, dehydration can make brain fog worse. So make sure you're drinking plenty of water. Sleep. Sleep is crucial for our mental health and for our physical health as well, too. You want to make sure that you're getting enough sleep, seven to eight hours of sleep. Everyone is different, of course. Some people just need six, but making sure you're getting adequate sleep. Sleep is very important. Again, when we don't sleep well, the next day we're already irritable. We feel frustrated. So that does affect our anxiety also when we don't sleep well. But I don't want you to get so caught up or so stressed out about falling asleep. Once in a while, we have days that we're tossing and turning and we can't sleep. That is quite okay. Just for overall sleep, make sure that you're getting enough adequate sleep. And then we want to incorporate things in our lives to help with stress. We all have stress. Even if you don't feel it as much, we all do so much that we need to incorporate some stress-relieving exercises, breath work, meditation, anything that helps with alleviating that stress, self-care, anything that you feel is good for you. Again, everyone is different. I'm going to go through how I treat patients and how I help them eliminate anxiety. We want to work on not fearing the anxiety. We know that when we fear the anxiety, that snowballs into more panic, more anxiety, looking for anxiety. When we look for it, we will find it. So we want to make sure that we learn to not fear it. How do we do that if anxiety is such a horrible feeling? That's why we incorporate or I incorporate healthy coping skills that will help you and your body learn to regulate your nervous system. And when you learn to regulate your nervous system and you learn and you're telling the brain, we know how to be calm, we're safe, we're fine, that makes it easier for you to sit with your anxiety, which is a technique that I teach you to be able to sit with your anxiety and not freak out. The more we want anxiety gone, the more we fear it. The more we fear it, the more it's there. So learning to sit with your anxiety, learning to not fear it, healthy coping skills, evaluating your life. What are you doing that is causing stress that you need to eliminate? And that doesn't mean for the rest of your life. What are you eating? Stuff like that. We can eliminate that. You don't have to. There are people that want to go fully into curing their anxiety and going into every single aspect that can help them. So I do that with them. Food is one thing. Inflammation. If you have inflammation, you're eating a lot of sugar, you're eating a lot of artificial sweeteners, 
foods that cause anxiety can make anxiety worse. I mean, foods that cause inflammation can make anxiety worse. So if you want to go into that, then you can, but you don't have to. You don't have to change your life completely to be able to eliminate anxiety. And that's the beauty of therapy and learning about anxiety and learning what works for you. Because again, every single person is different. That is all I have for today. This is a very long episode because I could, when it comes to like basics and even any type of any aspect of anxiety, I can talk and talk and talk. But I know that for these podcast episodes, I always want to keep them short. I want to make sure that you're getting 10, 15 minutes of me every single week. And hopefully they're helping you. Thank you again for joining me. I am truly, truly, truly grateful for every single person that listens. I was looking at the different cities, the different countries, Pakistan, all the different countries, Canada, the UK, all the Philippines, the United States, California, Texas. Those are the two top states in my analytics of people that listen to this podcast. And I appreciate each and every one of you all. I love you all so very much. Sending you a big, big, big virtual hug. Always remember to be good to yourself and others. And I will see you soon.